Welcome, everyone, to the Daredevil Podcast by Fantastic Geek. We are the official, unofficial voice of the Marvel Cinematic Community. My name is Matt, and joining me is a guy so famous that Famous Rays is named for him. It's Pete. Hello, Pete. Hey, Matt. Hey, everybody. Ready here. We're inside the one-week window for before you get to see Daredevil. Wait, what do you mean you? I'm looking forward to its premiere on, on Friday, April 10th, same as everybody else. Well, Matt, when you've already seen five episodes of the series, as I have, you can understand that while I'm excited to get the rest of it, you know, there's a little bit of a ho-hum nature here. Well, to new listeners, uh, to the, the Fantastic Geek family of podcasts, Pete, as always, spoiler Pete, he... He has his ways, and I don't ask what they are because uh, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to run afoul of whether it's Hollywood lawyers or or maybe just uh, studio executives upset that people are sending Pete, you know, scripts or DVDs in Manila envelopes in the mail. But uh, Pete, it's certainly uh, it's an exciting time where for most of us, uh, Daredevil is about to happen. Uh, just you know, just in this upcoming week. Well, I can assure you, unlike some of the people in Hell's Kitchen and certainly um, Matt Murdock, uh, everything is within the law. Oh, good. Oh, good. Well, today, what we're focusing on with that countdown to Daredevil coming out just uh, just at the end of this week, we're talking final predictions for this upcoming season. Of course, uh, I guess we can already start with the hopes of a future season, but uh, certainly focusing Pete on uh, final predictions for these 13 episodes ahead of us. I think just like everything that we've seen out of the Marvel Cinematic Universe on the TV side heading in, we're going to have not a plethora of connections, but the ones that will be made will be uh, thought-provoking and certainly thought out. Um, One thing I can share from having watched the first five episodes, and this is not spoiler information, but given what New York City has been through since we've been there last in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there are real repercussions in this um, Netflix exclusive with Daredevil. And given that all four of the Defender series leading up to the mini series there will be set in that obviously that'll be uh, a running theme but given the events of avengers which certainly launched us into agents of shield and certainly where we podcast that series as well um the idea that there's been a full-on alien invasion in this city And what's gone on in Hell's Kitchen as a result of that is very smartly and appropriately broached. If we've learned one thing from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in regards to how it can both connect to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but but be its own thing and not kind of need need the movies to prop it up for life support. It's just this notion that it can it can start with a connection and then find its own its own voice, um, and, and I think that certainly is the expectation uh, among all others for this Daredevil series that it's going to be drastically different. Um, maybe that's because it's on Netflix and you can do more of a an R rated take. 
Um, certainly the fact that there's just much less emphasis on the fantastic and superpowers and, you know, neat gadgets and that sort of thing. Um, also, I think, too, the fact that this is a character and a set of characters that, you know, they're really the, the best Daredevil comic stories really have this emphasis on the pathos and the desperate and and the 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 grimy and, and that kind of, you know, that kind of type of story, which is the complete opposite of, you know, Tony Stark, boy, genius, philanthropist, millionaire, ladies man, you know, that we're so far from that. And I, I welcome the fact that Marvel stories can now, at least Marvel television stories can now be told there as well in that kind of, in that kind of dramatic space. Well, I'll take it one further. And again, not to divulge things that I've already seen, but, you know, given the level of connection and given that Captain America Civil War is already filming, there's speculation now that Daredevil will show up in that movie. Um, so to have this character who will now, you know, become part of the defenders and, you know, lead this harder edged group in, you know, we're, we're East coasters, Matt. So, you know, New York city, that's essentially our home. We're, we're just slightly South of that, you know, really the toughest people in the world and, you know, the mean streets of New York and hell's kitchen to, uh, to be the cradle of this new type of, superhero these street level heroes that we're going to see is going to be interesting to see unfold over these four series that we're on the precipice of i think too it is obvious to to anybody who enjoys television uh in this golden age that we've been in for whether you want to say since soprano since breaking bad since mad men whatever the line is but just it the 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 richness of line started with maud (laughs) um uh, pete i know you remember the good old days of uh of uh i don't know petticoat junction as well um just this this emphasis on serial stories ongoing character development darker stories um the well-worn tale of it took a while for agents of shield to find its feet to you know, so on and so forth, where they figured out they need to do um, serial stories as well. That's all kind of in in the the DNA of the people who are making Netflix. In terms of you know, obviously it's going to be serial just because of the nature of of where it's being distributed. But that plus the character, I mean, some of the you know some of the some of the Frank Miller storylines. Um, and Pete, I, I don't know if you've read. Uh, darn it i can't even remember the the title of it now but there was this run in the the frank miller era where you know matt murdoch is fighting drug addiction and he's lost and it's just kind of this you know it's so raw and i don't know if the series is going to necessarily go there especially for a first season but it it, it's a dramatically exciting place and if you're going to talk about the difference between movies and tv and kind of what can be shown in the marvel cinematic universe in those two venues Daredevil seems to me to be the best kind of PG-13 R-rated story that you could go to that's going to be the opposite of the the grandiose and the the I mean near perfection that you see in the event in the Avengers as characters um to just see the opposite of that 
somebody who's just so profoundly flawed on so many levels, I think is going to be, it's going to be really, really exciting. Well, there are absolute nods to those Miller storylines. In addition to the action, Matt is easily of the existing Marvel TV properties, the best yet. Well, that's, that certainly is wonderful to hear. Um, I mean, another question, We're here, here we are talking story expectations. I know, Pete, you and I had discussed off-air. Um, some website or, or media outlet or whatever kind of had had uh, floated the idea, oh, we just might see the red suit. And I know your response was what, Pete? <sighs> um, what was screened for the media doesn't get to that. So the fact that if you look hard enough, the red suit is already in promotional material, not in complete full view, but it's there. The idea that it wouldn't happen is just somebody not knowing their stuff or not paying attention enough. And Pete, I think you're re- you're referring specifically to the latest motion poster that they did for it, where in the kind of uh, the reflection in the 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 rainy street, you can see uh, you can see the beginnings of the red suit. In addition to sound effects from other Marvel properties, that if you listen and look for. There are definitely nods. Also, if you slow it down, you find out that Paul is dead. Update <laughs> there. Uh, 1967, killed in a car crash. Doppelganger took over since then. Um, Pete, it is so important for for this show, I think in particular, since it's the beginning of four of the Defenders, four of the Marvel Netflix era, uh, you know, uh, so on and so forth. It's so important for Daredevil to be standing on its own um, without that, you know, but where's Robert Downey Jr. Uh, thing that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. experienced in its first, you know, couple months in existence. Uh, any, uh, I mean, I, look, I know you're spoiler Pete, but we keep it spoiler free here. Any any thoughts on, you know, what kind of connections do we have? Do we see Clark Gregg walking down the street eating a hot dog? Do we see, you know, Ming-Na Wen showing up to get legal advice from from Foggy Nelson? You know, do we see, uh, you know, the Incredible Hulk just in the background raging out? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Again, I'm going to hold back. I'll tell you that none of the things that you mentioned have shown up yet. (laughs) Well, I'll make a prediction. And again, if you're new to the Fantastic Geek podcasts, uh, I, I... I go out of my way to avoid spoilers. There's sometimes I've done the movies even watch the previews for the next episode, which that actually takes skill to, to not watch them because they're crammed down your throat. Hey, listen, the minute I see, you know, there's always the production company card. The minute I see that the TV goes off. Um, one expectation in terms of, uh, you know MCU connections that I absolutely have because it's a no-brainer beyond a no-brainer. So again, listeners, this is not a spoiler; it's just a prediction. But I'm willing to take it to the bank. What's the next show after Daredevil? It's Jessica Jones. We absolutely will see Jessica Jones somehow. My bet would be in the later episodes, um, perhaps in a small capacity that both, you know, passes the baton but doesn't kind of set you up as you know next week on Jessica Jones. 
Um, but it, it, to me, it's inconceivable that she doesn't show up in episode 10, 12, 13. You know, maybe I'll count properly. 10, 11, 12, 13, somewhere in there, the final quarter of the season. Um, she surely must show up in some capacity. Well, I haven't seen those yet, so I can't tell you. Smart money is certainly there. And remember, this world, when you stop and consider for a moment that, you know, we're, uh, we just watched the 15th episode of the second season of S.H.I.E.L.D. So 15, 22, 37. Let's add eight Agent Carters on there. Okay, so that's 45. And then you're going to add these 13 now. Think about how much time we're invested into this cinematic universe on top of the movies. Well, Pete, as Jeff Loeb said at uh, New York Comic Con, I believe it was two years ago, you know, one season, you know, one 22 episode season surpasses uh, all the, you know, all the footage that the movies have done. Yeah. I mean, I know for you and I and most of our listeners, you know, it's a much richer experience to be to be enjoying these stories. Not not for that, you know, I want to get back to that high of Sam Jackson coming out and saying, you know, Avengers Initiative. Like That's not really where I think the joy comes from at this point. It comes from going down every nook and cranny and saying, you know what, Peggy Carter is more than you know, a, a supporting character in one movie and a cameo in the next, uh, or perhaps a cameo in a third, for those of you a bit in the know for July. Um, but let's explore that story further because it has story merit and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and, you know, now these new characters. And the connections just make it feel real, not make it feel, you know, like, I don't know, the WWE Royal Rumble where, oh my goodness, they've come back out of retirement. It's just, well, yeah, all these people lived in these places anyway now we just get to see it and don't discount too that this is going to bring in you know it's amazing the netflix effect matt you drop an entire season and people that ordinarily wouldn't be into that fair are scarfing it up why because they can have it all at once not all right, it's it's the third week of September. I don't have anything going on Wednesday nights. And you know what? I've been seeing ads and billboards for the last eight weeks about this show. I choose you, this show, and we will be together on and off through May. Well, I mean, Pete, you know well my my feeling about um you know about kind of just blasting through through these episodes you know for for some of the other netflix series house of cards etc you know usually i like to um keep it to one episode a night just because i like to be able to have that space in between if it's a show that warrants it i mean a show like say you know archer reruns on netflix or whatever you know, i'll blast through two before my brain is basically dribbling out of my ear from just sheer stupidity two or three you know you can just kind of blast through it but if it's a show that 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 is worth some sort of reflection um i, I like to kind of slow it down this notion of wow here's the guy who watched it all in one day to me that doesn't sound fun but the flip side is you know at least you get to um a, you individually get to get it at whatever speed you want it, but also, I think there's there's a 
there is a cumulative um, um, water cooler effect. Now, it might just have to be online, um, which I don't know whether that's good or bad or whatever. But Or with your favorite podcast. You know what? And, and that's a nice thing because we'll, we'll be there uh, and we'll talk a little bit our, uh, our release schedule. But um, what, what's nice is you, you, know, you, can, you can experience it at the speed you want. And if you want to slow down and discuss it with people online in real life, et cetera, you have that option too. Um, well, it's funny that you bring that up because this has been discussed a lot lately in popular culture. You know, friends just recently, you know, came to Netflix and, you know, people are rewatching that some catching it for the first time. It's been very, very popular since it's hit the streaming service and the binge watch kills people from the standpoint of and, you know, I, I know you don't binge watch those shows on netflix matt but you know people have finished house of cards in a weekend or in a week or whatever and the retention of that is very very low as opposed to people who watched friends can tell you you know about a meal they had the week that ross and rachel got together and it's that longer term memory so we talk all the time on our podcasts how on demand, you know, entertainment has changed the way we consume TV and how the, the network model is broken and the idea of ratings and everything like that. Um, you know, Netflix, Adless, watch it when you want. Um, but this is going to pull people in that ordinarily wouldn't watch this. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, at the end of the day, it's whatever is getting the product to to the largest audience. I mean, uh, it, it is what's going to be successful if the audience is big enough, big enough to receive it. But, you know, I, I too have those concerns where, you know, some shows it's that space in between the um, space in between the the the, the weeks or whatever. Um where the show is taking place when it's not on, if that kind of makes any sense. No, um, I, I completely get you. And it's the idea that it's in the cultural zeitgeist and wow. All right. Did you see that last night? Wow. Next week's looks awesome. No. Um, <laughs> 15 seconds later, that thing's going to fire up depending on what you're watching and you're going to know what's, what's happening next week, next episode. And, um, you know, Matt, like we've, we've joked, I look forward to, you know, losing the sensation in <laughs> my, you know, uh, lower extremities, um, from uh from binging this a part what i've already seen which i had to watch all in one uh fell swoop wow yeah well may i ask was it done at your home or did you have to meet like an intermediary <laughs> place or is that just uh, no comment <laughs> neither okay fair enough well i mean pete not to not to kind of uh to skip ahead here but since we've talked about you know, our, our release schedule or how people might be watching it. Let's just indeed uh, just remind people who may have heard it on some of the other podcasts or, or tell people who are hearing it for the first time. We will be releasing 
uh, podcasts on the first three episodes of the series this upcoming Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So Friday, so episode Friday, one, tenth, yep. Uh, Saturday, episode two, Sunday, episode three. Then the following Friday, we're going to start our normal release pattern, which is going to be releasing new episodes every Friday and Monday. So if you listen to our Agents of Shield podcast, it's pretty simple. You're going to get new stuff from us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, so it's kind of you know it's it, it's as simple as that. Um, our number one concern, of course, has been quality. We want to we want to be able to um, you know be bring the fantastic geek shine to what we do. So on the one hand, it would be nice if we could have all 13 episodes drop by Friday on midnight. But at the end of it, it would just be like Daredevil. He blind. <laughs> I can't feel my legs. <laughs> Out. Where's my bedpan? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's an image. Um, so, I, I mean, hopefully that works for people. I know that kind of what was the kicker for me when we were discussing, you and I, Pete, what the format will be, and we were polling people and hearing from listeners and whatnot. Um, I think that... I think that with the format that we're going to have, which is we just watched an episode, now we're going to discuss it on the podcast without knowledge of the next episode, at least right. without my knowledge. Right. Um, that could still be worthwhile for a listener, even if they're going back and rewatching, because when we sit and say, oh boy, it's episode 102, I'll just make something up here, because again, I'm, I'm spoiler free. You know, Is Foggy going to die from that gunshot? You know, even though you may have already seen 103 and it, it merely grazed him, you know, our discussion of, well, within the constraints of the story, the, the, the nature of the story is no, you're not going to kill the best friend and so on and so forth. We can still discuss the, the making of, or the dramatic effects on the characters or, or, or that sort of thing. Um, so I know I'm excited. I'm excited for this. This is a new phase for us and a new phase for a lot of our listeners. And uh, it should be a ton of fun. We've done the math and we will be, podcasting about um we'll have 21 distinct episodes between now and may 18th schedule of course holding between daredevil agents of shield and um there's this art house uh movie with um you know, superheroes that comes out on Pete. On I think it's it's Earth. it's done by the director who did that Shakespeare movie a couple of years ago. Yeah, the modern but, the modern Shakespeare, black and white. He's he's done some but sort you of follow do up. About nothing. Yes, yes. yes. The the Whedon fellow. Um. So you know, listen, we're we're full bore for this. We've we've been preparing for this all along. You know, Matt has been, uh, you know, learning to control his bladder. And, uh, you know, I have learned to function without sleep. Um, so we're, we're excited about this. This is not a woe is me. This is all right, here we go to, we're at the top of the roller coaster. Ah, Matt just put his hands up. Um, so, you know, we're, we're really looking forward to this. Um, it's a lot of content though at the same time. So, you know, this is not something we've done before and, and we researched heavily what had been done with the few Netflix exclusive shows that garnered podcasts, you know, your house of cards and your Orange is the new black and, and how they did that as far as models to see what was out there. And again, we wanted to find something that works for our audience. But at the end of the day, Matt, as 
you said before, quality reigns and we're not going to do anything to uh, take away what um, we like to think people have come to expect from us. And I think that's only fair. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I know some of the some of the other podcasts out there for some of the Netflix shows had I mean, there's one in particular, there's an Orange is the New Black podcast that did one a week, which to I would not want to consume that if I'm thinking about the 13th episode, potentially, I don't know, basic math here, two, two and a half months after I may have seen it. You know, at that point, I'm on to the next show. Heck, I'm already behind on my Netflix shows. I haven't seen the thing with the guy from the football show yet, you know. Um, and so, I, yeah, I mean, hopefully doing hopefully doing three that first weekend and then two a week um, will, will, will suit people. Uh, I will mention, by the way, <laughs> what's nice about the, the, the Netflix end of things is it's not going to be super late nights the way it is for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, and if you are somebody and, and – well, if you are somebody who, you know, looks forward to getting the podcast as soon as it drops or it's part of your your morning drive, your afternoon drive, uh, which those stories always mean a lot to us because it's it's special to kind of, you know, we are the, you know, we're, we're your once a week, twice a week drive time thing. That's, you know, or, or bedtime or brush your teeth or whatever it is. That's I get a lot of emails about people who listen uh, to hear me when they're in the shower. Wow. Well, I know once we got an email that uh, that uh, our dulcet tones inspire inspire. Well, never mind. We don't we don't need to get there. Anyhow, I'll just mention specifically when I say Mondays and Fridays that that the Daredevil podcast will be releasing. Um, it's actually going to occur overnight, like the night before, so you can wake up with our Daredevil podcast. It'll be there Monday morning wherever you are. Well, I guess theoretically, if you're in like I don't know um, Asia, it might not be the morning. But for most of our audience, um, and we do have the numbers to support, we're surprisingly, Pete, we're we're, we're biggest in the English speaking countries. Um, Good day, cheerio, and then hi, can- Canada. <laughs> um, but uh, so I mean, basically, it'll be you know it'll be there when you wake up Monday and, and Friday mornings. Um, so uh, so we're glad to be there for you. Definitely. Well, Pete, with that, we'll just. Uh, in a moment of what can only be both uh, news service to our to our listeners and the greatest of ironies, here we are, Pete, kicking off our final preview for Daredevil, and we have a bit of you know news from the last week about two Netflix shows from now. Jessica Jones is in the middle of shooting, and Pete, the the news announced this week that. Um, the Luke Cage series has gotten a showrunner, yes. that's Chio Hodari Coker, um, and uh, so that's a show that's now now really being um, solidly put together. It's in the solid kind of pre-production phase here. Ramping up. Uh, people might know Coker from, uh, he's written for Ray Donovan, Almost Human, a show that we really enjoyed, Gone Too Soon, um, NCIS Los Angeles, uh, Southland. Uh, he's a former journalist, Pete. So you have yep. that in common with Mr. Coker. Mm-hmm. Um, so there we go. Let's just let's put a little pin right now that uh, probably. Uh, well, I mean, the, the the press release made reference to Luke Cage coming out next year. There's some back and forth as to whether Jessica Jones comes out at the end of this year, i.e., December was one rumor, or next year ish question mark. But probably we're doing Luke Cage. I'll just throw a guess up at the old dartboard luke cage maybe june of 2016 so we're 
you know, we're we're never we're never stuck in one spot for too long, Pete. I know that their schedule is really taking into account when the movies come out. You know, there was thought, mm. do we put Daredevil after Avengers Age of Ultron or before? And the way that both productions came together in, in really a fluid sense made it a better choice before. And certainly watching, you know, Daredevil prior to that movie, it's not going to spoil anything from the movie. They're very, you know, smart about doing that. And it's really not that heavy a commitment to watch those episodes from April 10 on to May 1st. Although Age of Ultron will be released as early as April 23rd in some countries. So, Pete, what you're saying is it's not really going to be a spoiler thing when in the first episode of Daredevil they they look from Hell's Kitchen um, uh, uh, downtown to see the lights of Avengers Tower dimming to note the death of Tony Stark? No. Oh, that's good to know. Well, Pete, I guess with that, any final thoughts, predictions, anticipations, etc. for uh, the Daredevil series coming out in uh, just just a handful of days? I'm going to make the prediction that this will be the widest appealing of the Netflix originals to date. Wow. Bold words indeed. Well, I suppose with that, listeners, we'll, uh, we'll talk about how you can be in touch with the podcast. And Pete, what is the very, very best way? Because it helps people who like you who like the podcast find people who will like the podcast. Matt, that would be on iTunes. And uh, by searching Fantastic Geek, you can find not just our Daredevil, which you're listening to now, so you already found it, podcast, but our entire family, as we call it here with the PH, of podcasts from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to Agent Carter and our pop culture podcasts that cover a wide variety of topics. Um, But you help us help others when you review our podcast uh, and uh, leave us some feedback, which again, with this newer model uh, that we're doing, you know, much closer together as far as production, uh, we're going to certainly be paying attention to. If you're not uh, an iTunes, Apple kind of person, you can still head over to fantasticgeek.com. There's a tab there called iTunes and feed. And uh, however you're getting the podcast on your mobile device, uh, podcasting app, etc., uh, the, the links for the direct feed are there. And uh, while we're at it, you could visit fantasticgeek.com to listen to the podcast as well. They're all posted there. Uh, all the stuff that we do, there's separate tabs for each. And then there's just kind of the, the conflagration of them all uh, on the main page. And while we're talking Fantastic Geek, uh, you can catch us under the same name on Twitter and Gmail. And uh, we certainly look forward to uh, to hearing from people, Pete. And I think there's another way people can be in touch. There is on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash fantastic geek with the PH. Just another way uh, to get in touch, like us, be part of the conversation there. And uh, you never know what you might see. Pete, of course, we would be remiss to not mention that there are people who listen to Fantastic Geek for 
for you know the the insight there are people who you know who who may listen for me but mostly pete you are the hero of the common man you the spoiler pete how can people be in touch with you personally on social media i don't know about all of that but you can find me on twitter at peter p-i-e-t-e-r-j Ketelar, K-E-T-E-L-A-A-R, 5,544 followers. Can't be wrong. And I am personally on Twitter as Looking Back Lost. I think that will do it for us today, Pete, when next we talk. I can't believe it. Daredevil will finally be here. And uh, with that, Pete, I will also give you the final word. I almost can't feel my legs yet. <laughs>